0: Talk about the key, one of the keys to open or to connect to heaven. I have taught this lesson three times already. I mean, the this key, I'm talking about this key. There are many keys to open the floodgate of heaven. And one of the keys is prayer. We learned three times already about principle of prayer and how to touch the heart of God to the point that God will open His hand and open heaven to come and connect with us on earth here. And we can bring provision and miracles and breakthroughs from the Lord. And one of the ways to do that is to pray in the biblical way. I have a few more sermons on this key. So please Continue to listen. In James chapter 5 verses 13 to 18. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Wow. We should not complain. We should not give up. We should not walk away from God. When we see something we don't like or we suffer something, we should pray. Because prayer will open heaven to come down to help us. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Wow, when people get sick, what do we do? We pray over the sick, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith, you can see that every single verse 13, 14, 15, talk about prayer, prayer, prayer. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord would raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. You can see the connection between sin and sickness. You can see the connection between prayer and supernatural healing. I have seen so many people who got healed from incurable disease. Because they pray to God or somebody pray for them. Prayer is so powerful. It opens heaven to pour the grace of God and the power and the miracle of God upon the people on this planet Earth. We need to learn how to pray collectively and biblically. Confess your trespasses to one another. In other words, we should repent of our sin because sin causes death. Destruction and also corruption. We should not play game with sin. And pray for one another. Thank God many people pray for me and Pastor Da and we pray for them. We pray for one another. I'm so proud of the Thai Laotian congregation in New Hope that every single night from eight PM to nine thirty PM they came together and prayed for one another and pray for the country, pray for the church, pray for salvation of souls and healings that you may be healed. Wow, it's so important. If we want to be healthy and strong, we need to repent and we need to pray for one another and we should stop sinning. The effective, fervent prayer, pray again every single verse of a righteous man avails much or is powerful Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was a normal man like you and me. He's not God. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. You see, prayer opened heaven. The heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its Fruit. I remember when I first came to America, it's so hard to get a job as a Thai doctor because many American soldiers just returned from Vietnam War to America and they went into medical school and they all need the job. So for a foreigner like me to find a job in America in 1984, 1985 was impossible. But what did I do? What did Pastor da do with me? We pray and heaven opened and I got the job and a very good job. One of the best prestige university in America. The word of God tells us that the prayer of the righteous believer is powerful. It will bring supernatural results, breakthroughs, miracles and wonderful things from heaven. Heaven is open when we pray to God by faith. And not only that we pray to ask God to give us something good from heaven, goodness, grace, victory, provision, protection. We also can pray another prayer we call commanding or demanding. There are two kinds of prayer, pray of asking and pray of commanding in the name of Jesus. We can command sickness to leave our body or other people's bodies. We can pray for our nation, our city, our family, our parents, our children. Pray for our president. Pray for our church. So we're going to learn how to really open the door of heaven and connect to the great things in heaven. You know, in heaven there are great things. There are prosperities and good health and divine health, wisdom, good things from God. We need to open heaven to connect to us. And we should develop our spiritual life so that we can be fruitful in the kingdom and be effective in our prayer life and we can give God the glory. Last time, we learned that in order to open heaven or connect to heaven, we need to pray by faith. We learned in the last sermon how we can really build our faith in prayer. Now, I would like to continue how to be effective prayer warrior. Another principle in the Bible is that in order to be an effective prayer warrior, either for ourselves, for example, if you get sick and you want to ask God to heal you and you can command the sickness to leave you, you do not only just say it with your mouth, you not only pray and speak it, but you need the power or the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's so important that every believer must grow in the area of power and anointing, must develop the level or the measure of the anointing. I myself have been a Christian for almost 40 years, and I expect God to pour His anointing on me that each year I will have more measure of the anointing the anointing means the presence of the Holy Spirit on your body, on your being, and empower you to do supernatural things. And when you pray with the power, with the anointing from your voice, that prayer is so powerful. The Bible says clearly that the anointing or the power of the Holy Spirit on our life can destroy the yokes and remove the burdens on our shoulders. When we pray for healing for our own self or for our children or for our brother and sister for a stranger, or we pray the deliverance or pray for miracle, we should depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. When we pray and command sicknesses or evil spirit to leave, we do it by faith and by the anointing. That's why we all should be hungry for more presence of the Holy Spirit. We should be more hungry for the anointing of God. Isaiah ten twenty seven. the Bible says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden, his means the devil's burden or the enemy burden, will be taken away from your shoulder. The devil put burden on our life, maybe financial burden, maybe parenting burden, maybe physical burden, job burden, anything that come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And his yoke, the devil put the yoke of bondage on your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. That's why the church needs to welcome the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit, of the anointing and the fire of God or the glory of the Lord. Please go back to listen to the sermon called God's glory, understanding God's glory. We need the tangible presence of God to come and soak into our church, into our life, into our home, and do yourself personally, because that anointing will give you freedom and give you power to be able to pray, not just as a ritual, not as a tradition, But the prayer of power, the prayer that will break the joke, destroy the joke, the prayer that the heaven will move and do something for us on this earth. We need the supernatural power of God in this lost and dying world, especially right now with the pandemic. We need the power of God that when the coronavirus come close to us, they have to die. They cannot be around on the anointing. I heard the testimony of an evangelist, American evangelist, who went to Africa, and his anointing was so strong on him. At that time, when they put the bacteria on his skin, it's a pandemic in Africa at that generation, and they used the microscope to look at the bacteria or the germ. They find out that the germ... Dies, the bacteria die because his anointing was so strong. We need that anointing on our life that any bad things cannot touch us, and we can pray the protection over our family and our church. Look at Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the best example of how to live as a human being, as a believer on earth. Here in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. I want to be like Jesus. I want God to anoint me with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. I want to be that kind of man in this generation. And I want you to be that kind of man and woman in this generation. That you can say that God anoints me. God put power on me. So that when you pray for the wind to stop like Jesus, or when you pray for a sick person with cancer, the cancer have to be gone. When you pray for the blind, the blind could see. When you pray for the deaf, the deaf can hear. You pray for the job to show up in a person's life because he lost his job, the job would show up. You pray with the power of God. You are like Jesus. Everywhere Jesus went, healing happened, deliverance happened, provision happened. The wind and the storm would stopped. The wave was stopped. Wow. Wherever Jesus went, the power of God was there with him. I like to be like Jesus. The difference between you and me compared to Jesus is this. John chapter 3 verse 34. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God. Who mean Jesus. For God gives the spirit without limit. The Holy Spirit on Jesus Christ is in the level of unlimited measure. The Lord Jesus Christ is our best example. He prayed And he ministered by the anointing of the Spirit. And he has the anointing of unlimited level. I have limited level. In this world, all the believers have different measures or level of the anointing. I don't know about you, I'm seeking for more anointing, a higher level of the Spirit, or of the anointing. I talked to God that, Before I pass, I leave this world to be with Him. If it's possible, I'd like to have the anointing at 99.9999% of Jesus Christ. That would be fun. That would be awesome to be able to have a lot of anointing. Not for myself, not that I will gain money or gain reputation. No, I tell you the truth. This is my real, sincere Motive, I want to have more anointing so that I can go and help a lot of people around the world and help the church members who have been tortured by sickness, by the devil, by the things of the world. I want to have great anointing. So when I pray healed, that person will be healed. When the cancer attacks somebody, I say, go away in the name of Jesus because of the anointing, that cancer has to go away. Therefore, all of us should be hungry for the move of God and the fire of the Holy Spirit. We should go out to the prayer line and receive the anointing and the fire on a regular basis. Not just for yourself that you can have anointing to pray for yourself, so that you can have the power to pray for your sons, your daughters, your wife, your husband, your friends, your employees, your employers. You can pray. You receive the anointing so that you can go out, walk out, walk about to do good deeds just like Jesus did 2,000 plus years ago. Again, the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 38, God anoint Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power so that he can do good. And we want to be anointed, to go out to pray for people to do good. We ask the Lord to give us a greater measure of the anointing. And we can do that by asking, believing, being involved, and serving the Lord with People with anointing, go in the prayer line, ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit at home. I know that many people around the world ha- have attended the church that don't believe in the Holy Spirit. So what they have done is that they come into our YouTube, they listen to the teaching, and the Holy Spirit fill them through the voice of the anointed preacher. I received the message from France, that a gentleman who was growing up in Cambodia listened to our sermon in Cambodian language, and he got touched by the Holy Spirit, and he really got drunk in the Holy Spirit. Wow, when I heard that testimony, I was so blessed. There was another Laotian lady who listened to our teaching in the kitchen, and then God touched her, demon come out of her, She could not fly to Seattle here. I don't have time and I don't have any schedule to go to Paris or to France to pray for them. But they can receive the Holy Spirit at home because they are hungry for the things of God. Thank God for the technology. Thank God for the Internet that you can still receive the power. I did too many years ago. I listened to the sermon of an evangelist, Reinhard Bonnke. I was listening to him at my dining time, the the dinner time, and I was watching, and suddenly the Holy Spirit touched me, and I got drunk in the Holy Spirit because I was so hungry and draw the anointing out of this man. You see, if you're hungry, you can ask God to touch you and fill you with anointing. And not only that, You can have more anointing by being faithful in doing the things that God has called you to do. And the Bible promises that when we are faithful in little things, He will give us more increase. This is a principle of God. Whatever you have right now, if you have five and you're faithful in these five, God's going to give you 10 more. And if you're faithful in the 15 you have, you keep using the anointing at 15. God can give you maybe 30. You get 45. You keep being faithful in the little things you have. God is going to keep expanding and increasing and multiplying for you. That's how I live. I am faithful. I have been faithful in little things that God has given to me. When I was a new believer, I started to serve God in a Baptist church. And God clearly gave me the anointing to teach the Bible. It's so clear. When I was a brand new believer, only one year, two years old, of Christian life. Uh, not age, I'm talking about Christian walk. Only one to two years of Christian walk. And I began to be faithful in studying the Bible and teach the members of that church. And I was so faithful that God gave me more and more anointing. And I can see today this year, year 2020, I have more anointing of teaching than five years ago. It's so clear to me. I even told Pastor Da yesterday in the card. I said, lately, wow, the anointing of preaching and teaching, much increased than before. Not that I'm a great guy. Not that because I am a highly educated guy. Not that because I speak English well or have high diploma and high education from Bible school. No, because all these 40 years, I have been faithful in using the little things that God gave to me. This principle is applied to also finances. If you have little and you are faithful in using that little money you have for the kingdom, God is going to keep expanding and multiplying for you. This is a principle of God. Be faithful in little things and God going to keep giving more and more to you. So that is another area. The area of the power and the area of the anointing. Another way to really be a very effective prayer warrior and open heaven or connect to heaven is to grow in the area of fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit or having a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit to the point that you can be led by the Holy Spirit 24-7. When we pray, we should be led by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit knows all things. He knows the will of the Father. He knows what is going on in the future. He knows the Scripture. He can guide you to pray according to the Scripture. He knows everything behind the scene. Sometimes people come to you and ask for counsel, godly counsel. You should connect to the Holy Spirit right away and when you pray for that person, you pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit. I practiced this way of life, of Christian walk, since maybe 15 years ago. I learned that when I pray. I need to connect to the Holy Spirit and either I pray in English or I pray in Thai or I pray in tongues. I ask the Holy Spirit to guide me to pray so that I will pray according to the will of the Father. The Holy Spirit knows the Father's will and he knows what kind of prayer will be effective for ourselves and for other people. Romans chapter 8, verses 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. We all are weak in certain areas. We don't know everything. We don't know the future. Sometimes we talk to people, we don't know their heart. We don't know their agenda. What really in their heart, we don't know. Only the Holy Spirit knows. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. You can pray in human language or you can pray in heavenly language that the Holy Spirit leads you. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the might of the Spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Sometimes I don't know what to pray for my children or pray for my wife. I would pray in tongues. Because when I pray in tongues, it's not I pray. My brain, my mind is not working. I just use my mouth to be the mouth of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in my spirit pray through my mouth for my wife and my children and brother and sister in the church or the condition in the world. I pray in tongue. And when I pray in tongue, the Holy Spirit prayed through me according to the will of the Father. And that prayer is so powerful. I plan to teach you a few lessons on praying in tongues in the very near future. So please come back and Listen in this series again, because I'm going to talk about praying in tongue in detail. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4, the Bible says, He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. When you speak the word from God in human language, you edify other people, because people understand. But when you pray in tongue, no one understands. But you edify yourself. My brother and sister, I noticed that many Christians are weak and lack of faith. And they cannot even help themselves. When they get into some challenges thing in their life, they feel just, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm so depressed. I want to commit suicide. How can they pray for other people if they cannot even help themselves? That's why the Bible says we need to edify ourselves. We need to hook up to the Holy Spirit on the inside of us by praying in tongues so that our spirit will be strong. So that we can not only help ourselves in the area of faith, that we have strong faith and we can connect to God, but we can be strong to help other people. Jude chapter 1, verse 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up. Nothing wrong to build yourself up, my brother and sister. You need to build yourself up. You need to do your homework. Read the Bible. Praying. Praying in tongues, Listen to good teaching. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. We need to build our faith up. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying with tongues is not only for praying for somebody else. Yes, you can pray for somebody else by praying in tongue, but it can be purely a means for personal spiritual edification. We cannot help others unless we ourselves have been edified. The reason I can be pastor and I can help the members because I am strong inside my spirit every single day. If I'm weak, How can I help my members? I need to be like a giant killer. I need to be like King David. That, hey, Goliath, I can knock you down with one stone. I need to be strong to be able to pray for myself and pray for other people. Praying in tongues is a means of spiritual edification. It's not only an initial signs and wonders or evidence of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. It is a continual experience for the rest of our life to fill, to keep filling and keep flowing of the stream of water from heaven that should never dry up. Praying in tongues, hook up to the Holy Spirit will enrich our life spiritually. I like to hook up to the Holy Spirit on a regular basis because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. He give me life. I can have the life of God inside me so that I can share that life to other people. We should determine to be more sensitive to the Spirit of God and to be led by the Holy Spirit in everything we do, including our prayer life, our work, our ministry. We should have reverent fear toward the Holy Spirit. We should recognize His presence we should be hungry for the Holy Spirit. We should respond to the Holy Spirit and always look to Him for help. I always say this way that in revival meeting, when I lay hand on people, that time of laying on of hand at the outer call or the lineup to be prayed for is the, like a laboratory for the believers, because it's the time. That you practice how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. How to yield to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit wants you to laugh, you just yield. You don't fight. If the Holy Spirit wants you to speak in tongue, you just go ahead and speak in tongue. You practice. You know, we call medicine like me. Doctor like me. Medical practice. Surgical practice. What does it mean, practice? I have open the skull and get into the brain of people, I believe, more than a thousand brains in my life. I've been a neurosurgeon since 1982. Yes, 1982. So, I opened so many skull. Definitely. The first skull I opened, it was very difficult for me. It took me four or five hours to do simple surgery. now, I can finish simple surgery in the, inside the brain within one and a half hours. Why? Because I practice. I practice. We need to do the same thing. We need to practice connecting to the Holy Spirit. We need to practice how to be led by the Spirit. We need to practice how to be touched, how to be filled, how to yield to the file of God. We practice. Lately, we could not go back to church because of the pandemic. But you can still practice at home when you listen to the anointed sermon. The preacher who moves in the spirit, who have the anointing. My brand new sister, one of my mentors say this way, empty hand lay on the empty head. What it means is that if you want the anointing, you need to be connected to the preacher or to the pastor who is full with anointing in his hand. So that when he preaches, his voice, the, the Holy Spirit is imparted by voice, imparted by handkerchief or cloth, and imparted by hand, and imparted by association. So if you want more anointing, you need to hear and listen to the anointed teacher or preacher who has the file of God on the inside of him, and you get lay hand on. The Bible says that everything we do, we should be led by the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, "For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. I believe you are the children of God. You are led by the Spirit in driving. You are led by the Spirit in repairing your car. You are led by the Spirit in performing surgery, in teaching your students. You are led by the Spirit in having a boyfriend who you're going to marry to. You are led by the Spirit in cooking. I'm so glad we have a lot of good cooks in New Hope International Church because they are led by the Spirit. Oh, the food in the New Hope International Church is so delicious. (laughs) I love it. We have all the workers who are led by the Spirit. But one thing, we need to be led by the Spirit to grow in this area, to develop in this area, is to, in the area of intercession and prayers. We need to pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit. I tell you, anytime I type my email, every time I type the message in the lines, I did not just type it. I'm talking about when I bless people, I pray for people, the Holy Spirit will speak to me and every word I type come from the Holy Spirit. He say exactly what to say. I love that. I love to be like Jesus. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be anointed by the Holy Spirit and I want to be led by the Spirit of God. Another one, another principle of how to connect to heaven by the very powerful prayer of the righteous person is to grow in the area of love. I'm talking about agape love, not human love. Human love is very limited and very conditional. We are talking about agape love and compassion. Love God with all your heart. Love people with the love of God. I'm going to show you the scripture. Why? Why? Prayer should not be presented to God only by faith, but must be done in love. Matthew 22. I'm going to read a lot of scripture here. Please be patient with me. 36 to 40. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and All your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. What is the greatest commandment? Love. Love. Faith. Love. Both are important. A second is equally important. Wow. Both are important equally. It's amazing. What is equally important to love God with all your heart? Love your neighbor as yourself. Christianity is the life of faith and the life of love. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. The whole Bible that you have in your hand or in your smartphone, the whole Bible can be summarized in two laws. Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And love your neighbor as yourself. Love and faith really move the hand of God and open heaven. Why God sent Jesus into the world? Because He loved us. He opened heaven and poured His Spirit into the disciples in the upper room because they loved Him and He loved them. Love is so important. Love and compassion All the commandments in the Bible can be summarized in these just two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. This is the key. The Lord will open heaven for you and answer your prayers when you obey these commandments, these two commandments. I'm going to show you in the scripture that this is not my own idea. It's in the Bible. John 14, 12 to 15. Most actually I say to you, he who believes in me, you start by faith. You have faith in God. The works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than this, he will do. So when you believe in Jesus, the work that Jesus did, you shall do also. You can heal the sick, cast out demons, you can stop the wind and the rain and you can do a lot of great things. You make disciples, you train people. The works that he did, you shall do also. But greater that works than this, you will do. What is that work? Pray and the Father answer. Every time Jesus pray for the sick, the Father answer. Every time he commanded the Devil or demon to leave, The father answered. When he say, Lazarus, come out f- from the tomb, the father answered. Wow, I like that. I like to see the father answer my every prayer. Jesus went back to the father and verse 13 say, Whatever you ask, oh, wow, look like a blank check. Whatever you ask in my name, what kind of person that can ask in Jesus' name? A person of faith that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Heaven will be connected to you. Heaven will be open and do something for you that you ask. But the condition is verse 12, 13, 14 talk about faith in Jesus. But verse 15 talk about another condition that God will answer your prayer. Verse 15 say, If you love me, everyone say love, and keep my commandments. What are the commandments here? Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself we can express our love toward the Lord. If we want our prayer to be answered, we need to love God and love other people. And we express our love to God by giving Him all the glory. I check my heart all the time. What is my motive in serving the Lord? My motive should not be reputation, money, power, or acceptance from man, my motive is that I love God, and I love His people, and I want to give Him all the glory and honor. So when we pray, remember this, when we pray and ask Him anything according to His will, we need to make sure that our attitude is right. What is the attitude? I decide to give Him all the glory, and whoever we pray for shall receive His mercy and grace. It's not for me. It's for them and for God. Definitely, if you ask something from God for yourself, maybe a job, finances, healing, health, victory, breakthrough, you need to have this attitude God, give me a breakthrough in this finances situation right now. But at the same time in your heart, I love you, Lord. When I come out from this debt, and even before I come out from this debt, I'm going to live a life that gives you the glory because I love you. You love God sincerely with all your heart. Give Him all the glory, and you will see God will answer your prayer. I remember when I was in Thailand in 1982 to 1985 before I moved to America, I keep sending application to the US for the training in the hospital in America to be a neurosurgeon here. All of my letters that sent out thrown in the garbage can, no one answered me. No one cared about my application until one day I repented because at that time, I tell you the truth, I want to come to learn to get the diploma so I can be a professor and have a nice big house with a nice boat in the lake. Nice marble home. I want to be a rich neurosurgeon. I was having a bad attitude. I love the world. And one day when I sat down and prayed to God, God, I'm sorry, I love money. I love materials. Could you please forgive me? I promise you from today on, I give my life to you. Whatever you tell me to do, I will do it. I will serve you all the days of my life. I seek your kingdom first. I will give you the glory. I will love you more than money. I will love you more than anything else. And I'm going to love your church. After that prayer, boom, open up at University of Washington. And I got the job. You can see, God answered me. I pray to God, God give me a job in America. But God answered after I changed my attitude and my motive. We will not seek to make our own reputation great. We don't lift up our own name or our church name when we pray. We are not seeking man's acceptance or personal gain. We should seek The kingdom of God first, and we should love God more than anything else. If God tell you today, if you're a millionaire, I believe some of you are millionaire. Some of you, and God asks you, "Hey, can you give me three hundred thousand dollars?" If God speak to you like that, will you do it, or you say, "Oh no, God, three hundred thousand dollars is a big deal. I'm sorry, I love you anyway." I don't know you love me, but I love you only this much. Just a little bit. $300,000 is more important to me. That's why God doesn't answer your prayer. Because you don't love God enough. And you don't love His church. You don't don't love His people. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first His kingdom, the kingdom of God, and His righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. You can see, you need to love God, seek his kingdom first, then your prayers will be answered. Again, I'm going to read many scriptures to show you that this is not pass aloud idea. John 14, 23-24, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, is that part of the two commandments? First commandment, love God with all your heart. Second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. He will keep my word. What is his word? Love God and love your neighbor. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. If you study the Bible carefully, everybody that was blessed by God, In the Old Testament and New Testament, there's one thing, one common thing of all these people, even though they were not perfect, and they make some mistake. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Joseph, Joshua, Moses, Elijah, Elisha, Paul, and even the Lord Jesus himself in the human form. One of the common factors that they all have Not because they are Jews. Actually, Ruth was not a Jew. She was a foreigner. One of the common factors they have is that the presence of God was with them. God spoke to them. I am with you. I will never forsake you or leave you. It's exactly what God says here. And my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. What kind of person? God answered the prayer. The one who loved God with all his heart. The one who loved neighbor, obeyed the word, loved Jesus. And whenever that person prays, heaven open. And God will do something for that person. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. I tell you the truth. I give tithe to New Hope International Church because I love God, because I want to obey His word, because I believe that when I obey His word, His presence shall be with me and my children and my wife and my grandchildren. I want His presence. I don't want to cheat God's money. Tithes belong to God. I don't want to cheat God. I don't want the curse. I want God to destroy the devourer in my life. Get out of here. COVID, don't touch this home. That is the devourer. I want God to protect me and be with me. I show love in action, not just the word. Sometimes Christians say this way, you know, Pastor, God loved me anyway. God has grace for me. And stop. My The question in my heart, when I read John chapter 14, when I read John chapter 15, the question in my heart to these believers, do you love God? Yes, I don't argue with you. God loves you. No question. He sent Jesus Christ to die for you. There's no question God loved you so much. The question... Do you love God? And another question, do you love your church? Do you love brother and sister? If the brother and sister have no food to eat, will you cook or go buy food to feed that brother? Do you love your pastor? Do you call him to encourage him? Do you love your elders? Do you love your wife? Do you love your kids? Do you love your neighbors? That is the important question that you need to ask yourself. If you want to connect to heaven, you want heaven to be open over you and your prayer get answered, love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Not just about God loving you. God loves you already. Done deal. It's been demonstrated. John 15, 7 to 10. Again, I can read to show you. If you abide in me, which means you love Jesus so much and you have relationship with him. You love him. And my words abide in you. You obey the Bible. You obey the Holy Spirit. You obey every area. You will ask, Is a blank check, what you desire. And it shall be done for you. Heaven open over you because you love Jesus. Not just Jesus loved you. You love Jesus. You spend time with him and you obey his commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. And by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. I like Psalm chapter 92. The Bible said that you and I who love God can be like a tree, like a cedar tree planted by the river of, live river of water and we can bear fruit until old age. In other words, Before the last breath, before I die, I still bear fruit. People still get saved. People still love God more. I want to bear fruit. And definitely one of the ways to bear fruit is to pray for the salvation of American people, Indonesian people, Chinese people. Pray for the salvation, preaching the gospel, making disciples. When you say, be healed, God answers, they got healed and they get saved. And they say, God is so good. You are fruitful and the Father is glorified. My expectation about myself and you is that we're going to be fruitful until the last day of our life at 120 years old. So you will be my disciples. As the Father loves me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Love is the key for answering a prayer. Love is the key, not just faith, not just the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the key to open heaven. If you keep my commandments, what are the commandments? Love God with all your heart. Love God with all your soul, with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. You will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. When we pray for ourselves and we pray for others, we should be motivated by God's divine love or agape love and compassion for people. Two thousand years ago, Jesus, who was our model, the best model for us, was ministering to the sick, to the poor, to the oppressed, to the demon-possessed. I'm going to read the scripture for you. When he ministered and prayed for all these people, he prayed to multiply the loaves and the fish. He prayed for the demon-possessed man, and he got delivered. If you notice one thing, Jesus loved the Father so much as a man. He said, my food is to do the will of my Father and finish it. He loved the Father and he loved people. He was moved by love and compassion. His ministry was so powerful because he was loving and compassionate. Matthew 14, 14. And when Jesus went out and he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them. And healed their sick. What moved Jesus? Compassion and love. Matthew nine, thirty five to thirty six. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was Moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. We should pray by faith. Yes, faith is important. But we should not pray by faith just for my selfish gain. More money for myself. More position for myself. More people like me. Me, 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 me. No. You pray by faith to glorify God because you love God. God gets the glory, not you. And not only that, you pray by faith in love so that other people shall be blessed, healed, and delivered. Our faith will work when it is expressed in love. Where is it in the Bible? Galatians 5, verse 6. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. Listen to the last sentence here. What is important is, listen carefully, faith, when you pray by faith, expressing itself in love. Faith and love have to come together. My dear brother and sisters, after I learned this from the scripture many years ago, I know this fact, this truth for many years. When I pray for people, I don't just exercise my faith, but I have mercy and compassion and love for that person. When I pray for my wife, my kids, I pray in love. I want them to get the best. When I stood before 3,000 people in the revival meeting in Thailand, I look at the people. I don't think that, oh, I'm so famous. These people come to seek me. No. I look at them with the eyes of compassion. I say to Pastor Da a few times in the past few days, honey, so many people in the world suffer from sickness, from debt, from poverty, from depression, suicidal attempt, from broken home, from f- broken family, from the kids running away from God, from lack of job. Many people suffer. In the world, from sin, some people are in bondage of sin, and they're so bowed by sin, by doubt, by bad attitudes. I tell you, when I look at these people, when I read that story and ask me to pray for them, do you know what move in my heart? Compassion of God, move in my heart. When I lay hand on those heads, three thousand heads in Thailand, I never lay hand as a job, or as a kind of my responsibility as a pastor to lay hand. I look at people with compassion. Bless you, bless you. Life, victory, prosperity, used by God. Be free. Oh, the heart of God flow in my heart flow in me to have compassion on all these people that I do not know them personally at all. But God knows them, not me. God knows them and the compassion of God moves in my heart. I lay hand and I pray for people by faith and in love because faith and love work together and it's powerful. Heaven support us when we walk by faith and in love. Love God with all our heart, and love your neighbor as yourself. In conclusion today, what you learn is number one, in order to have the right kind of prayer that connect to heaven, and God the Father in heaven will answer and pour great things and grace and blessing and good things into this world that we live right now, this lost and dying world that need Jesus so much, is to pray by faith. Grow in faith. Grow in the anointing and power. Grow in the ability to be led by the Spirit, fellowshipping with the Spirit, and grow in love and compassion. Move by love and compassion. Love God and love other people. If you can pray this way, you grow, you develop your life to Be this kind of prayer warrior. You're going to see the answer from heaven more and more in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe you have heard from God today. I believe you shall put this teaching into practice. And you're going to see the result. And you're going to see the breakthroughs, the victory. You're going to see God answering your prayer more. And you will be connected to heaven more and more Every day, I would like to invite you to come back and listen to another session about prayer, how God answers your prayer. Father, teach us, Lord, how to pray effectively. Father, help us to use this key, prayer, to open heaven and pour your grace upon our life, Lord. We pray, Father, that your people who are listening to this teaching shall be very effective prayer warrior. Their effective prayer will avail much. We're going to see more healings, divine health, so that your people will not die too soon, but they will live a long life. Deliverance, protection, provision, grace, direction for your people in this generation, Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you so much for teaching us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you don't know Jesus, I would like to invite you to join the family of God. We are not talking about a religion. We are talking about a relationship with your Creator. God is your Creator. He longs to have a relationship with you. You just say yes to Him. God, I come back home. I want to have relationship with you as your son or your daughter. If you want to do that, you repent of your sin, invite Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, to come into your life. And from today on, walk with him, go to church, read the Bible, learn the way of God and obey him. Why don't you pray with me? Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of my sin. Forgive me, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my life right now. I am born again today and I will walk with you by faith and in love until the last day of my life. I shall serve you to glorify your name. Seek your kingdom first In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations! God bless you. God loves you so much, Pastor Dan. I love you with the love of the Lord, and we looking forward to see you are fruitful, blessed, prosperous, and victorious. In Jesus' name, Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you.